So it's that time of the week. Every weekly Wednesday, we give weekly reads and rankings from AJ Black of Locked On Boston College. We got two teams here that are at the top, but where are the teams at the bottom? Clearly, there might be some favorites that we want to discuss. Can anybody pick it up with just a few games left here of the season to end on a high note? Let's talk about it. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Kenneth Cooper. Thanks so much for joining me. And AJ Black of Locked on Boston College. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked on College. That's LinkedIn.com slash Locked on College to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Each and every week, we do weekly reads and rankings. We talk about your YouTube comments as well as the rankings for the top five best teams and top five struggling teams here in our conference. There's a lot to go over on today's show. Clearly, we know who's at the top, but maybe there's more around who can hopefully finish off the season a little bit better. AJ, how we feeling? It's a good week for Boston College football. Uh, it's good for BC football, but we can't have nice <laughs> things at Boston College as the Eagles felt uh, men's basketball fell to Maine yesterday. So, yeah, it was great. Uh, my prediction of BC losing to NC State, uh, when I, which I made with Kenton last week, of 31 to 10 is uh, wasn't very good. But it was exciting. It was BC's first ranked win in eight years. Yeah. And um, all I got to say is it feels better than whatever Louisville's going through right now as they lost their – Louisville basketball just lost their third straight game in basketball by one yeah. point to App State, which is crazy. And then more than that, you know, from a Boston College perspective, we I listen to or I look at a lot of Florida State fans today. Sometimes you got to sacrifice one to get the other. So sometimes you're, they're sacrificing yep. their men's basketball team in order to have a good football season. And maybe you guys had to sacrifice this main win to get that Boston College upset, which was crazy. I mean, a 2-7 and seven team that nobody saw coming, not even someone who covers them locally feels like they had a chance. But hey, do you think there was a big momentum shift and swing as we're talk, about to get into the five teams that are struggling for Boston College after that win? Um, I think so. It, it felt okay. like it finally clicked. Okay. I think, you know, Halfley said that after the game. But you know what? To see, like, a guy like Zay Flowers, seeing his big smile, like, after he did what he did this season, like, to come back, not that money, and and stay with BC, like – the poor guy is one of the best wide receivers in the country yeah. and has been straddled with a two and seven season. Like you could see after that game, how much that meant to him and mm -hmm. just someone covering it. You, you could, you couldn't help, but feel for him, like how happy he was. And you could, you could just feel it radiating off of him. A thousand percent. All right, let's start with the five teams that, you know, aren't necessarily doing the best right now, but we certainly have room for improvement because there's still there are a couple more games. We can get the season in on a good note. So let's start with the fifth worst team here in the ACC. All right. They beat Boston College, but I'm going to put uh, Virginia Tech. You know, they, they deserve. They deserve. Um, <laughs> you know, at, they started the season off struggling. They had that opening opening loss to was it Old Dominion. And BC. So it felt like, okay, this, this is got something. 
They have something going there. And I don't think they've won since. (laughs) (laughs) And, (laughs) And, you know, they lost to Duke, which I'm sure is not going over well with their fan base. Right. Um, they're just anemic on offense, like really, really bad. Yeah. Um, I, I, I hope that, you know, they play Liberty this week and I hope they beat Liberty. Yeah. And I, I have no, well, but I mean, cause you use the transitive property. I don't even need to use the transitive property for UConn. UConn beat li- Liberty. Yeah. UConn beat Liberty and you lose to Liberty. You you're, you you see where this is going, right? A thousand, per, a thousand percent. Um, I hear but, you. I'm from all cylinders. <laughs> yep. Anyways, so that, that's my thoughts on pressure. Yeah, I think Virginia Tech, for whatever reason, will just charge into the game of a first year. They're, they are the prime example of the poster kid for a first year coach trying to fix things and coming off inheriting some really tough situations. They have they have lived that to be true. Hopefully they can turn things around. All right, number four. Um, I'm going to make this one just real quick. Cause I really don't even want to, to bash them because of what they went through this week, yeah. but I'm going to put UVA and just leave it at that. A thousand percent. I think that what was already a horrible season is not going to help anything else. And we just hope they can get through a couple more games and just figure out how to, you know, regroup and try maybe get again next year. So definitely yeah. understand everything. There. Everything I read from that is the most heartbreaking things I've ever yeah. read. Yep. And I feel for every, just, I know you probably talked about it, but I feel for the fan players. I feel for the kids that lost their lives yep. and, and the coaching staff. It, it's, it's absolutely heart wrenching to read what happened, to read the stories of these kids and to have them lose their lives when there was so much in front of them. That's all I'm going to say about that. I, I I'm praying for them and all their families right now. A hundred percent. Extremely senseless when it all boils down to it. All right. Number three, who needs a little more help? I'm going to put Virginia, uh, not Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech down there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I, I, they, they, they earned some love early in the season with a top 25 win after they right. fired Jeff Collins when they beat Pitt. Pitt's now out of the top 25. Uh, so they, 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 they are going to fall down a little bit here. They also got smoked by Miami, <laughs> which <laughs> we'll get to them in a minute. Yeah. Um, but, it, it, you know, I, I team that's just ready to get to the off season. Most of these bottom five are, uh, yeah. they're just ready to get to the off season and figure out where to go from this team. Cause Brent key is clearly not the answer for them. He's done a nice job. I mean, beating Pitt is fun. That's yeah. a great win for you. Right. But let's let's just let's just get the season up for the Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like Jeff Saturday and the whole thing that they got going on. He and like well, th- thankfully he has been a coach before, so that helps the situation. But just to get like a big momentum, like energy win, he has had a couple of those, but we don't yep. necessarily know that he's the guy long term. So I certainly understand that there. All right, number two. Uh number two will be uh Boston College. I'll put them down there. There we go. There we and go. And they moved up. Obviously, they I said they, they won. And uh, if you want to check out my Locked On BC YouTube page, NC State fans are real salty right now, and uh, they're they're are, really are they worse than Rutgers fans? Uh, no, they're they're salty in the fact that uh, let me let me just uh, crack my Please. knuckles and read read you the the last comment that I received. Please do because I think it's probably about as worse as Ken and Gibbs here. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't count this one as a win. Okay. The rest won that game. That pass interference call was horrendous. NC State should have got the ball back. 
Hopefully the refs got severely punished for it. Sorry, but Bruce told some brutal... There's another commenter complaining about this. I wouldn't be impressed by that win if I were you. Which I responded with originally cry. And then I responded back with, you lost BC1, get over it. <laughs> what happened to our thanks for listening, AJ? <laughs> I, I got, I, I, listen, I have been beaten up all season long by opposing fan bases. I hear you. If you're going to complain about a 50-50 mass interference call as the reason why you lost, other than you letting up four turnovers Hello. and not having a single point, they had six points for the final three quarters. Why don't you complain about that instead? Right. Um, right. And so then they go, I'm actually an Irish fan. I'm telling the truth. Defender has equal rights to the ball and blah, 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 blah. And I said, a bang, bang call is not what got the game stolen from you. Finally, he just responded about, keep denying it. You know, it's true. I'm not denying anything. I'm saying it was a bang, bang play. But anyways, that's my little rant on NC state fans who need to get up out of their feelings and accept the fact that they lost to Boston College. And yeah. had to play Notre Dame this weekend. They're a 19.5 dog again. And uh, I just heard Halfley's press conference and half the team has the flu again. We saw what happened when they had that last year with the Wake Forest. They lost by 40. So I'm not expecting much from this weekend. Listen, but you'll always have NC State on senior night. And, you know, that's one of the ones, again, Zay Flowers' smile will carry you along the way. Who is yep. the most difficult or the number one in the five worst teams right here in the ACC right now? You know what? I I had two thoughts and okay. I'm going to I'm going to stick with my 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 newest gut feeling. I was going between Miami and the team that I'm going to pick. Miami okay. just won a game. This team has won two ACC games this entire season and I have to tell you has been a gigantic failure uh Ooh. this year. That's Wake Forest. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. They, Let's talk they're about on it. they're on a heck of a losing streak right now. They've lost three straight. It looks like the wheels have completely fallen off on this program. Yeah. Um, you know, I, Miami also had some lower expectations, but when you have two ACC wins, when you have yeah. Sam Hartman as your quarterback, and one of those wins, they I mean, they beat BC and they and they have one other win. I don't know. I, I in terms of expectations, Wake Forest is a team that we talked about as a potential, you know, we're four weeks ago, just talking about how we would have loved to see them play Clemson in a rematch of the ACC yep. championship, how the mighty have fallen. I was going to say, I, I don't know if Clemson broke them mm-hmm. or it's, you know, we watch games, bad calls happen all the time, right? We see where there's yep. difficult situations yep. and they should get, you know, things favorable, but it's the way you rally back, right? It's the way you're able to figure it out and kind of, you know, bounce back in difficult, you know, challenging times. And I think for them, it just feels like they've never allowed themselves to just overcome and really fight through obstacles when they're not having the best games in terms of play or, you know, refs calling and all the things. So it's just uncanny for a Dave Clawson team that is so sound and doesn't do turnovers like it's freaking a bakery. And I think that's what we're, I'm not used to seeing from a Dave Clawson team. They play perfect. And we always say, you got to play pretty damn perfect if you're going to go up against Wake Forest. And, you know, we've seen games where we've had three, you know, to four interceptions. Like it's just, it's insane to me that we're talking about Wake Forest in this way. But nonetheless, <coughs> it is happening. Maybe they'll figure it out and eventually we'll get things back together. 
But in these days, every new potential hire definitely has an opportunity to get in on some really great opportunities when it comes to when it comes to jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Simply, all you have to do is go to LinkedIn Jobs. You find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Then you add your job and purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn jobs profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple, simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering the quality hires versus leading competitors. Go to LinkedIn.com slash college. That's LinkedIn.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. So rocking and rolling with AJ Black of Locked On Boston College. And we are talking through the top five struggling teams and top five best teams here in the ACC. And for the number five top five team we got going on here, let's talk about who is steadily improving here in our conference. I mean, oh, um, <laughs> it, it's getting rough here. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Louisville, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I like, guess. like, like right outside of this is, is NC state, but I mean, that loss is, is, is a big, is that, that's a loss. That's a loss. Uh, would, so you I'm gonna have go played, with, would you have played Malik Cunningham? If you were a head coach, would you have played him against Clemson? Probably. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think you had to. Okay. But I mean, Satterfield seems like know what he's doing. And I feel like even with, you know, you lose 31, 16 to Louisville. I still, I mean, to, to Clemson, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, I still feel like they've got good momentum going. Like, yeah, this is a program that, you know, they've got an incredible recruiting class coming in. Um, you know, you, you, you go out there, they're going to, it's going to be a good game against Kentucky. I bet they're going to probably be the favorites as long as Cunningham's healthy. That would be a nice win for them. Um, and then you just move on to the off season and, and, you know, win a bowl game. And I think that, that, right there gets Louisville in strong footing in terms of the ACC going into next season. Yeah. A thousand percent. All right. Number four. All right. Let's go back to our, our friends, the Duke blue devils. Okay. Love to see it. <laughs> um, love it. And I, I continue on. They're, they're now at seven wins. Mike Elko should be in conversation for national coach of the year. Like mm. what he's, what he's done at Duke. I mean, you don't do that at Duke and he did it <laughs> in one fair. year. Right. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he did it with, I mean, you look at the program itself. Like it's not like he has like a Zay flowers or, or a, a strong, you know, really strong player. He's got Riley Leonard. Who's a nice, a nice quarterback. He's nothing special. Mm-hmm. And he's been able to, to put together a system and a culture that's helped Duke become really good and yeah. fun to watch. And I mean, that's incredible. That's incredible that he's been able to do that after, you know, what we saw with Cutcliffe at the end of his career, that he's been able to just do that. Now, now we're going to have to see how he recruits because, you know, a lot of times when people fall in love with coaches and when they come in and, and it's off of the recruits that they are playing with uh, from other coaches, but we'll have to see what Elko can do. I'm sure he'll be fine, but yeah. like, that that's something else to watch for, but heck this, this Duke team, you got to tip your cap. It's been a great season for them. And 
and and it's it's a great start for Elko. A thousand percent. And in the day and age where everyone picks apart everything, we're pretty much going to say now, well, can he do it again next year? Is it going to, is this a fluke season and blah, blah, blah. I mean, we had this example with Wake Forest when they were the top 10 team in the country where we were like, is this a fluke? Maybe they don't have what it takes. I'm hoping we don't see the same sort of experience with, you know, the Duke Blue Devils and where, you know, they start to unpack themselves. But for right now, we're going to enjoy the season of Duke football being good because again, we always talk about elevating the conference. And if your bottom tier teams are at least being bowl eligible, that's definitely something to speak to. So I feel that. All right. Who is next? Number three. It's all about the Florida State Seminoles. There we go. I love to see, love to hear it because yep. they are turning it around. Jordan Travis is, I'm, I'm honestly shocked. I haven't seen more Seminoles fans in my comments because when I was giving him grief, they were all there. Just believe, just believe. Now that he's actually doing good and I'm giving him credit, y'all are nowhere to be found. Where y'all at? I'm, I miss y'all. Come back. <laughs> yeah, come back. <laughs> let's, hear, let's hear you guys puff your chest a little, a little bit. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, it, you got to see on Saturday, again, like we've talked all season long about like that being the top and bottom of this of this conference and for the longest time, and, and I'm not going to bash them because they were expected to do nothing. Syracuse was on the top. Yeah. We, we get closer to the end of the season. We find out they're more of a pretender than a contender uh, that just kind of ran into an easy part of their schedule. And now yeah. injuries are starting to pile up, but man, Florida state just took them to the woodshed this weekend. <laughs> they look like the old Florida state team winning that yeah. game. Yeah. Um, and we've seen a bunch of games. I mean, you know, they didn't have their like slip up games this year. They lost to, to, to Clemson. They, you know, they've had a couple closer losses, but when they play the teams that they're supposed to beat, whether it's Syracuse, Boston college, Miami, they go out there and they're a buzzsaw. And that's, that's what you want to see from a team like that. That's ready to take the next step in the future. And man, I, I'm telling you right now, especially with the, con the divisionless conference next year, Watch out for Florida State. This is going to be a team that's going to be really on the ascent, I think, in 2023. Absolutely. I think Mike Norville will probably be a little more relaxed going into ACC kickoff than he was going to this season. And his seat won't be nearly as hot or all the things that we were probably predicting going into 2022. And I'm, I'm happy for him because we always want people to do well, but especially Jordan Travis, who has been looking for, you know, that right kind of turnaround, but also that defense, Jamie Robinson, right? You have Mr. Verse, you have all the guys who are finally figuring it out and Fabian Love and getting healthy, which is clearly the key, getting healthy at the right times in some of these difficult stretches. All right, number two. All right. Um, back to, this is going to, our last two are going to be the same as last week. I'm going to keep Clemson at number two. Okay. Um, You know, it, it, it's, when you're nine and one and it's a disappointing season, it's for any fan base that's not Clemson in the ACC, you have to go, okay, like poor you. Yeah. And I still think at nine and one, they still are not a contender. Like if you put them against other big league programs, they would probably lose. Like, because yeah. it just seems like they're not a complete team. Like they're not like, yeah, they won all their games and, and they've beaten good teams. That's not to take that away from them. I'm just yeah. saying that when they play, if they were to play, you know, like they want to be, if they were to play in Ohio state, a Georgia, um, a, you know, those top level teams. I mean, even if you put them against like Oregon, I, I think they'd have, I think they'd have problems. I think they'd be, in trouble. And that's not what Clemson wants to hear. 
So they're not going to get that opportunity. They're not going to get the chance to play those big games. They're going to probably get a New Year's Six Bowl, but they're not going to get into the playoffs, which I think is what Dabo's always his end goal is. Sure. Nice win against Louisville. Again, again, you beat the good. You you're beating a, a team that looks pretty good. You know they're not going to get tested, so they've got a, two more games to go. One against South, and I don't have the other one in front of me right now. Um, they're gonna they're gonna go eleven and one probably, and uh, you know, I, I I just I don't see I, they've got to recruit at a higher level again. I don't know what's going on with this program, but they just it's just missing something. Yeah, to, yeah. to make them special. They just don't seem special. And I think that that needs to change. Yeah, I completely agree. All right, guys, we're going to talk about the number one team here and who they'll face off in the ACC championship game. But first, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Have you yet bet on the ACC championship game? If you have not, I would love to get your thoughts of where we can potentially get you some money. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football, baseball, soccer, and esports. They've got it all there for you at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more because BetOnline is where the game starts. So we're finishing up the show here with AJ Black of Locked On Boston College. And, of course, the number one team here who is going to find themselves in the ACC championship game is... you got to be got to be potential Heisman-winning quarterback, Drake May. <laughs> And the UNC Tar Heels. What a amazing story for this kid, right? Like as much as, yeah, he was an Alabama committee, he's switching all the things. Yep. Nobody in their right mind, but probably Drake, Luke, and his daddy knew, and his mama, because mamas know everything, that yep. he was going to be as good as he was. I think it's been very a pleasant surprise. And what Josh Downs spoke to during ACC kickoff of like, just y'all wait. I was like, all right, I'm waiting. I'm ready yep. to see all this goodness and the fake whole quarterback competition over the fall. Glad that didn't become true. Glad we didn't have like a two quarterbacks. We have none situation where they were trying to, you know, force the Criswell kind of conversation, like let Drake do his thing. He's done his thing. And then some, if he doesn't get invited to New York, that's insane. But I honestly feel like he should win. So let's say he does win. Let's say he does have the opportunity Man, oh, man, going to ACC championship game, how exciting will it be for the Tar Heels to feel like and confident they could potentially beat the Clemson Tigers? I mean, you look at you look at just talent on yeah. that offensive side of the ball. I mean, Clemson has a better running back, but I would take obviously take Drake May over their quarterback, wh- whoever they go. And Josh Downs is on a hell of a tear right now for UNC. I keep seeing the stats over the last like four games of what he's done. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a great game. And I, I, I don't know if, if Clemson can beat them. I honestly yeah. don't, I don't know. Like, you know, I, I worry that UNC's defense again, will probably make them look like they're way better than they need to be. Yeah. But I think Drake may can do a lot against Clemson's defense, which hasn't shown that they're as elite as they need to be. So um, I I'm impressed by this pro this team right now and, yeah. and, and what Drake may has done. And I, and I, I think back to, you know, we're at almost the end of the season, Candace. And I remember when we were talking in August and you were saying thing like, you know, I, I don't know what UNC has a, for a quarterback. You were so concerned about them when you were thinking it. And and now we're sitting here in November saying, look, they've got the best quarterback in the country. 
And that, that is, that's the fun of college football right there. <laughs> no one, no one predicted that. And now here we are talking about Drake May for Heisman. A thousand percent. And listen, we had the uh, conversation towards championship game. Someone said from Tree Herder said Clemson wins by 10. And I just feel like you got to be smarter than that, buddy. Tree, there ain't no way Clemson is going to be dominating in that regard. Not, not with the way Carolina's offense has been excelling and the way Carolina's defense does just enough. Like they don't take you yep. out of games. I think that Sam Hartman and them, I think that Wake Forest game is always one of those over, you bet the over, you know what it's going to be like. People are going to play minimal defense. Fine, yep. fine, fine. Yep. But someone also said both in, what did he say? Kay Bruski said, and both North Carolina and Clemson are thanking God they don't have to face Notre Dame again, which gave 12 whole comments. Clemson fan here. Yeah, we had no answer for your running game for sure. You guys are much better than your record in indicates. College football with Willie said Clemson beat themselves in Notre Dame game. Notre Dame got 21 points off turnovers and a punt block. So listen, at the end of the day, I hear you. Like, North Carolina is going to have a tall task. I think that Notre Dame game, if we played again right now, maybe a different conversation. And so maybe all the same for Clemson. But Nod to Notre Dame for doing their thing. You guys will experience that soon. Nope. <laughs> Maybe things will turn around for you. But, you know, needless to say, it's it's a it's an exciting ACC championship matchup where it doesn't feel as lopsided as it has typically seen in past years. I think Pitt, Pitt and Wake Forest was kind of just like, oh, wait, how did we even get here? But, you know, sometimes it's been all Clemson and nobody else. I, I, I think UNC has a, a good of a chance of winning that game as any team against Clemson in a while. So Agreed. And I also think that, like, this is just another speak to of I'm so ready for next season when it's anybody's game and anybody yep. can make it to the ACC championship. It could be Clemson. It could not. I think they could get exposed, you know, throughout the season. So you never know. Good things coming. We got so much to cover here with Locked on ACC. And we always appreciate you guys coming and joining us each and every day. If you want to listen to more about Boston College, AJ, where can they find you, follow your work? Yeah, if you want to listen to more about Boston College and – uh <laughs> my love hate relationship with every team that we play against come check me out at locked on BC. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, if, if somehow BC wins two ranked games in a row, um, I, I'm going to lose it because <laughs> I, I don't know. Like if BC goes four and eight this year with wins over Notre Dame and NC state two ranked teams, is that better than going six and six in a bowl game? I almost want to say it is. So. Maybe you 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 uh, you are due a beer and a chop suey sandwich for sure. You got oh, you yeah. got to find it. You got to. I got to find a new chop suey sandwich place because they went out of business. But anyways, <laughs> I I digress. Locked on BC on YouTube wherever you get your podcast. I'm also the editor and publisher of Eagle Insider, part of Two Four Seven Sports. Uh, you can check out all my work there. Thanks, Candice. Of course, anytime, guys. Come back tomorrow. We'll have Alex Dano back as we are talking through the trap game Thursday. And typical things here. We're getting prepared. For week 12, insane football is almost over. So sad. But never, nevertheless, it'll be a good time here on our show for Candace Cooper and AJ Black. Until next time.